Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's time for another fun trip report, and we're headed up to Minnesota today with listener Karen to talk about her trip to Pop Century this past May with her family of five, and this trip report has it all. It's got great dining at places like Primo Piatto, Three Bridges, how about a kitchen sink over at Beaches and Cream? We also talk about fun times in all four theme parks, multiple times in these theme parks, because they were there for 10 days. We get a good review of Pop Century and what happens when a member of the travel party becomes ill and has to be taken to the hospital. Yes, that happened too. So find out all about that on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan the most magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Check out all the details over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2137 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and had some awesome weather like we did here in the Midwest. We've uh, escaped the heat wave here for a brief period and... uh Get to get out and enjoy the, the great outdoors without, you know, sweating to death and, you know, to get stifling humidity and all that stuff that's behind us for right now. So we're having a little preview of fall and, you know, football will be here before you know it. So good times are coming, except for the kids back to school. But again, back to school is a new opportunity to have a great school year. Same for the teachers. So good luck to everybody for your 2022-23 school year. But we're going to get you going here on a Monday to make your week awesome, whether you're going back to school or just hanging out around the house and just doing what you do like I do. I don't get to go. I don't go anywhere ever unless it's, you know, I get excited to go out to eat because that's the only time I leave the house now that I work from home every day since before it was cool. So today we got the trip report for you and we're going to have fun. We're headed up to Minnesota with Karin. Karin, how you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Great, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you pinch hitting here because we had a, a, a listener that was uh, scheduled to come on that got sick here at the last minute, which, uh, you know, we're thinking of Oriana. Hopefully she's feeling better by this point, but uh, you snuck in here and we appreciate you so much uh, coming on and sharing your trip. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So, um, thanks for booking my trip for me because yeah. this was our trip from just May. And um, you helped us with all that, so thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. That's what allows us to keep the uh, the show going. So that, this is my favorite thing to do of all things. So let me ask you this before we hop into the trip from May, because there's a lot to talk about. The two questions I've been asking to kind of get to know our listeners a little bit before we get really diving into the, the particulars of the trip. One, you're from Minnesota. 
Tell us something that that's uh, that your town is known for. I, I don't know. If, I know you're from the Twin Cities or Minneapolis or you know up there. I've never been that way, but I mean, what would you say is something that our listeners might not know about the area you're from that would be interesting to them? Well, one thing people know that I don't think is as interesting as the Mall of America, of course, is right here. It's about ten minutes from me. Um, but one thing that's kind of interesting is Prince. Um, his house and his recording studio was very near where I grew up. Um, and not too far from where I am now. And um, when I was in high school, actually, I helped deliver flowers and we even brought flowers to his house, I remember before. Um, so just right down near me, which was interesting. So, and everybody liked his music. Oh, <laughs> then man, too, so. Huge, my wife too, huge Prince fans. Paisley Park, right? Is it? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I just man. drove by it last weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> so, see, that's what I love. Like, I mean, you just, like, if you're from St. Louis, I've never been in the, I've never been in the state of Minnesota. So it's one of those things like, you know, it's an abstract concept to me. And there you go. You just cruise by yeah, as Paisley Park. You know, to me, it's just something on a record label. That, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. And now, you know, of course, after we we're going to talk about twosome. So if I have to go down and get a blizzard later on at Dairy Queen, I'll have to put on some purple rain as I'm in the drive. So this is how this night's going to unfold after this podcast recording. And hopefully a lot of our listeners are probably doing the same <laughs> on a Monday night. Okay. So one other thing, give me your background with, with Disney. Like, have you been a Disney fan since you were a child? Did it happen later in life? How did this all happened for you? Um, we actually, I went to Disney World the first time when I was seven, um, in 1977. And um, since then, my family, um, my family went there a lot when I was growing up. We'd even go, either go up north or we'd go to Disney World um, in Florida. And so um, never Disneyland until um, 2016. That was our first trip. And I know you just took your first trip, which is really exciting. Um, but after um, my childhood, we just loved it. And so in college, I went a couple times and as an adult went for my 30th birthday. And then since we've had children, we've gone five times with them and just love it. It just feels like home. And so when I go other places, even though they can be really special, Disney just feels like home and it's really just a special place to be for all of us. So my kids embraced it too. And we, um, like I said, we'd enjoyed Disneyland. Um, I loved that because I'm all about nostalgia too. And loved that. Um, we did the walk and waltz foot footsteps tour and just soaked up every bit of the history. It's really special. We went to see his gravesite um, and um, just other places that um, he enjoyed. I'm not, you know, that he went to um, with his girls. And um, we also enjoyed going to Alani as a family because of Disney and um, Disneyland Paris when we had an excuse for a business trip um, just to go over there. So I convinced my husband, we were in London and I convinced him to go to Paris just for that. That's, <laughs> that's really the only yeah, reason you're like you, you consider that uh, adventures by disney where they take you everywhere on the private jet i mean did you when you saw that that sounds like it's something you need you need to do <laughs> i heard about that i don't think i convinced i think that would be a hard sell <laughs> but the places a- <laughs> i would go on my own they look really really special and my family actually is hoping to go to um tokyo next may I don't think you do you book that, Mike. No, I don't know we, if you do we, that. We don't book Tokyo. They they, they tend to not work so. uh, too much with uh, U.S. based travel agents. We we'd like to, but they just uh, yeah. they have their own thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if they're open. If they're ready for tourists from America, my sons are really pleading that that would be a next special trip for with Disney. So. That's our thing we're saving for now. I can imagine so. you are an expert. You've got the international flair. You've got the, and I love that you've been to Disneyland because, you know, I could talk about that forever. Now, that's my thing. Anybody that I've talked to lately that's like, they've been to Disneyland. Like, I'm like, okay, you're, I'm going to trap you because I'm going to talk to you about Disneyland for the next 30 minutes. 
because, and we'll get into your trip, I promise, but two minutes, I just got to ask you this. Like when I got out there, I'll be honest, you know, because it took me a decade. Everybody's like, Mike, you got to get to Disneyland. Mike, you got to get to Disneyland. And I never went, one, because I always had an annual pass to Walt Disney World. And I didn't want to have that extra expense of why would I go there and buy tickets when mm-hmm. I already paid for my tickets at Florida. And plus, I used to be scared to fly. So it was an easier drive, you know, to Florida, still 15 hours. But the thing was, in the back of my head, I thought I'd be underwhelmed when I got to Disneyland. You know, you don't have so much of like the bubble which is the reason I love Walt Disney World. I love the roadsides. I love the perfectly manicured medians. You know, I love all the, the stuff that you don't see in a guidebook. But when I got out there, you know, we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. We only left property once to go to the Dodgers game on the third day of the trip. So we kind of did stay in that bubble for most of the trip, just walking back and forth through Disney, uh, downtown Disney. And uh, it, it was... It was magical because I am a very, like you, nostalgic person. Like, I love knowing because I've listened to Wedway Radio and read books all these years. And, like, okay, you know, Walt was actually, like, I've seen pictures of Walt, like, standing in this spot. You know, like, this is this is the Main Street. This isn't, you know, the one he thought about. This is the one he gave the speech standing here. And, you know, this is the Frontierland. This is the Tom Sawyer Island, you know. So how did you feel, like, with that? Because you had had, you know, you got out there, but you had more history with Walt Disney World before that kind of like I did the same thing yeah we just loved it I had heard for a long time you know the castle's small or you might not like it you know there's a lot of overlap but it was so special it was so um I loved the history I just loved the just all of it um we just felt instantly home there and it was fun because it's like discovering a new place too because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of unique things and also things are in a different place so you'll go like, why? Wow, why is this in this land? And it's just kind of fun and exciting. Um, the tour was really special. When we had booked the tour, I went on it with my oldest son, and we had originally hoped to see Walt's um, apartment because that was on the tour, but then it wasn't. Um, so we saw a dream suite. And um, that was amazing just to see more of the background and hear more of the stories too. So we just loved it right away. And we knew we would be back, like you've said, um, when we were there just like probably a day or two. We knew, okay, this isn't the only time. And so that's why we had to go back again. And um, so, yeah, and we did stay in the frontier tower of the Disneyland hotel as well. So I heard you did that. Um, So, and we loved that hotel. I just loved even the, um, just the little, the, the details on the paper in the room, like how it would say like sleep well, and it would be Walt's photo and on the, just all the little cute details. Exactly. (laughs) I'm holding, just for everybody that's listening to the audio. I mean, and I think you guys do this like. I have the free pin that they put, you know, by the by the nightstand that just says Disneyland Hotel Anaheim, California. The little, you know, it's a cheap throwaway pin, but I'm going to yep. keep that forever. And the little thing that says uh, telephone and internet information, you know, it's just the stuff yes. for, you know, it's paper, it's cardstock, but it's got Walt's picture on it. You know, it's, it was in the room. So, yeah, this will always be treasured here in the studio. So that kind of stuff. Exactly. I saved all that stuff, too. I brought it all back because I thought, well, they'll probably throw it away anyway between guests. And um, so, yeah, I definitely have all that myself. So, Same. Yeah. I have all yeah. the keys and my tickets. I mean, it yeah. truly was magical. And the thing that made me excited, I promise to talk about your trip, but it was just that it was my... It, now I know how my... It's good for me as a travel agent because... It took me back to my guests who are going to Walt Disney World for the first time, right? I mean, I've been there now 50, probably more and more times with races and media events and family vacations, you know, and it's it's special every time. Don't get me wrong. I get excited every time I go down. But, you know, I don't always hang on to all the, the mundane type stuff, like a room key, you know, like I've got a yeah. ton of them now. But the thing is, like with Disneyland, I still have my, you know, my room. I have my uh, ticket. I have Pam's ticket. I have Mallory's ticket. I have our room keys. 
I have all that stuff and it is never going away. Like that was, yeah, that was how cool the trip was. So I can't wait to get back, but uh, let's talk about your trip. I promise I'm going to hold you to mind. So you guys went down in May. So tell us about how this trip came together. Like what was the genesis of it and how, how'd you plan it out? Well, it came together partly because um, we had had a cruise booked that you had um, helped us with too. And of course, everything kind of came to a halt during the COVID Mm -hmm. times. And so regretfully, we had to um, cancel that or accept the refund because it just wasn't going to happen. And we rebooked, but then it still wasn't going to happen. So we did decide to go to Disney World again because we love it. And we knew it was going to be planned anyway the following year. So um, I will say as an aside, our trip to Alaska, the cruise that we took um, just a couple of years ago. That is our favorite trip of all time. And my oh, husband still says that he's aching to go back. So I'm sure we'll be doing that when we can as well. Um, not the same location, but another Disney cruise because it was exceptional. It was so good. But um, so we knew we wanted to get back. It had been actually five years since our last Disney World trip, which felt like a long wow. time to us. Yeah, yeah we had um, Disneyland in between and some other the cruise, but um, we just felt like it was time. So um, we had initially planned on celebrating my oldest son's high school graduation at Disney World. But because things were closed at that time, um, we just look forward to using it as an opportunity to celebrate, you know, just getting through all that and being done and um, just having some time together. So. So you guys stayed at Pop Century, but you went down and because of how the flights worked out, you had a day on the front end. You guys arrived and you took up. So let's talk about the arrival at MCO because you took private car service and you stayed over at Universal for your first night. So talk about that if you could. Yeah, we stayed at um, Endless Summer Resort just for one night because they had a big room for since we're a family of five. I have three sons um, and my husband. Um, it just fit us really well. And we knew that it was really just meant just to sleep in, really. And we wanted to go to Toothsome because we like that restaurant. Good call. And um, <laughs> so we wanted some shakes. So we stayed there and it was great. Um, I like Cabana Bay better. We have done that mm-hmm. before. I, or um, Royal Pacific, we've stayed there just for a night too. So those I like a little a little more, but it was really nice and it was very reasonable. It was a great budget-friendly choice. So I do love some Cabana Bay. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's that's so cute. It yeah. is. It's like yeah. it's like Pop Century, but kind of like just a little bit upscale, to a little bit yeah. better. You know, it's just the newer pop. You know, it's got the bowling alley. It's got the little swizzle bar. It's just, it's so, it's such a cool little place. All right. So the next day you guys, speaking of Pop Century, you guys head over there. It's where you were staying, two rooms. So how, yeah. how did, I mean, I would assume you've been to pop before possibly had you. Yeah. I, I had been there about five, a few years ago for a birthday trip, just with some girls in my family. So my, um, my whole family hadn't stayed there. Um, one of my sons had before, I guess once. Um, so we've taken some little trips that weren't the whole family recently. So within that last five years of the dry time when we hadn't done a whole family trip. So, um, I had been there before, but I love the renovations that it's so, um, it's just so well done. So the whole family really enjoyed it. And it was our first time having two separate rooms for um, the boys got their own and they really liked that. Um, and we had our own. That's so, good. So but they were adjoining. Yeah. And so did, I mean, everybody kind of like the the vibe of the place and, and the, the yes. food, cause the food court kind of everybody has, I think it's, it's an easy place to like, you got Skyliner access, the food court, you know, it's not the fancy, but everybody can find something to eat, fun pools, stuff like that. Yeah. They love, we love the food at the food court. I think they have such great choices and the turkey dinner we always like um, and the tie-dye cheesecake. And um, the Skyliner was a favorite right away with everybody in the family. And um, my husband um, really liked the convenience of the Skyliner. He had not ridden it before. So that was really fun for him to do too. Very cool. Okay. So the first day you get there, now you did what most people do, Magic Kingdom, first theme park. And it looks like 
you kind of yeah. really took, we got to talk about how you dress, but, um, so we got, <laughs> I forgot about that, but you kind of, you surprised everybody and automatically kind of jumped in with, with like, um, ninja skills there with, with lightning lanes <laughs> and genie plus to, to the benefit of your family. So talk to us about kind of your first day arrival and getting into the magic kingdom. Well, we knew that we wouldn't get there right away in the morning and we are usually a rope dropping family. And so, um, we had talked about it in advance and so we weren't planning on getting Genie Plus actually. We were going to take it as kind of a, a low key day, but I looked into it more and I saw kind of what to expect for the lines. And I just thought, let's go ahead and do it as a surprise. And so I saved some money, kind of worked my budget out. I tried to do some Disney math at home before I go. And I had a good excuse. I had saved the money elsewhere. And so I just booked Genie Plus on my own and booked a bunch of rides. And when we were in Magic Kingdom and the kids were looking at Buzz Lightyear wanted to ride and said, oh, it's pretty long. We walked over there and I just walked into the lightning lane with the whole family and said, we've got a pass. We're all set. And then we had several more set after that. So it was really fun. And it was really neat to learn how to stack them that you could. So at 7 a.m. that morning, I had started booking and um, had some for later. So it was it was a fun surprise. They were happy and excited about it. That's a great surprise. I mean, I never thought about it that way to kind of surprise the family with it. That's the first time I've ever heard anybody doing that, but that's a great oh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really kind of hard to, to surprise your family, but that is something you could pull off if you're kind of the person who is the planner and the family taking care of all the logistics. And I mean, yeah. nothing's better than getting to go through lines quicker. I mean, you are like, you know, your family is going to like, thank you for that when you're at a Magic Kingdom. Now, it did say you guys Disney bonded as Phineas and Ferb characters. That stands out. Okay, so yeah. I mean, because Phineas and Ferb, they were awesome. I know they're still on, but man, oh, back, good. In the, you, back in the day. You like them? Oh, man. Yeah, I think I they're to, fantastic. I used to have yeah. a Perry the Platypus uh, pillow pet that sat on the bed. You know, he was that cool. So. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So how, how, did you guys get a lot of good feedback from that? Um, I don't know how much people noticed. We <laughs> really? felt like it was really, really obvious. And I think... I think people noticed more, but the the PhotoPass photographer seemed really cute about it. But um, it was more that we knew, I think. But I think it was pretty obvious because my husband had a peri colored shirt and um, just all the the different things. It looked, I think, pretty clear. And one of my sons was um, Doofenshmirtz. Nice. And so that looked, you know, I thought that looked like a lab coat kind of thing. And so um, just a white shirt over a black like shirt underneath, I think. But it was... Um, I think it went pretty well. So it was a lot of fun for us and we smiled all day. So I think it was, it was worth it. That's it was cool. Cute. You made the memory. Yeah. That's what it's about. You made the memory. I yeah. love that. That's so cool. All right. So yeah, it was day. a lot of fun. <laughs> I love it though. Where's Perry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so cute. I love the show. Every so. time you can find your husband, where's Perry? Uh, okay. <laughs> exactly. So the next day you guys had Epcot. Flower and Garden's going on during this. So how, how was your day over there? Other than it looks like you get stuck on Grand Fiesta Tour, which I mean, uh, it happens. But I mean, how did the yeah. day go in general? It looks like guys got to go to a concert. Yeah, it was really good. We saw um, Mercy Me was playing there. Nice. So um, that was fun. And we um, went to the Regal Eagle, which was good. I know yeah. you've talked about that place. And um, that was great. And um, the, um, what was I going to say about... Uh, there was a thunderstorm that day and that was a little bit of a challenge. So um, one thing that I was going to suggest that might help people um, if they were smarter than me um, is just to keep more of a close eye on the weather. If you think there's anything coming, just glance at that radar because we really didn't realize that it was going to get bad so fast. So we had to do some running and um, we hid out in, um, I think it was called Connections Cafe, yep. um, the new restaurant over there. For a while and i've never seen that kind of storm at disney before it was really a black sky and pretty pretty dark um but it was still an excellent time we had a great day 
And um, yeah, it was it was great. I love how beautiful Flower and Garden makes Epcot. Um, that was really special. So, and, but the Grand Fiesta tour thing was kind of funny. We um, got stuck for like 20 minutes at the end of the tour where you're right in front of, um, you know, the three and they're singing. And oh, then yeah. finally, after almost we had been there a long time, they cut the music and it was just quiet and everybody clapped. And it was so funny. I think, so, I think there's a constitutional amendment against that's cruel and unusual punishment being stuck yeah. in that ride or small world. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, after 20 minutes, I don't know. I think you get your automatic freedom or something. It's it's crazy. It's, it's really repetitive. Right. You don't realize how much because you're usually moving and then we're just stuck there. But. My kids didn't mind. One of them said he took a little rest and he was happy. So it was fine. I can sleep anywhere too. So I get it. I'm totally yeah. with him. Okay. Now, so Ratatouille though, first time for, for uh, several of you. So what'd you think of this? Because I always get, I like this feedback because Ratatouille is a new ride that I like that Disney's doing this because it's not something like Cosmic Rewind that goes hundred miles an hour and spins you. It doesn't have to be something that's extreme all the time. You know, it's, it, it's a family ride. I mean, it's a, it's got a lot of technology, but it's a family ride. What'd you guys think? We loved it. We thought it was really fun. I think that one thing that's interesting is it reminds me a little bit of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And we love that so much that I think um, it's kind of interesting because it kind of competes in my mind with that. I like them both so much. But when I first rode um, Ratatouille in Paris, when we had done that, you know, six or seven years ago, um, it was all new, the trackless system and all of that. And so it's still really exciting and fun, but I love Mickey and Minnie so much. I kind of sit there in my brain and kind of compare them to each other when I'm on them. Um, so they're a little bit similar, but it's good comparison. Yeah. But they right? all enjoyed it. And it's, it is nice that it's so family friendly. I do like that because I have a couple boys who don't like roller coasters. That's just not their thing. So it's really, really nice that they can enjoy that ride. Yeah, there's a huge percentage of guests who are not, I mean, I'm getting to the point where, you know, I can do roller coasters, but I'd rather not, you know, like I'll just. I'll say, you know, because you know, if the party all wants to do it, I'll go, okay, I'll go once. <laughs> and then I usually yeah. regret it. You know, it's like, I, I, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I'm just getting too old. Like, I just, I don't need to go that fast and spin. And like Cosmic Rewind, yeah. I, I could do it one time. And that's, you know, that's about it. So I'm getting to that age. So now you mentioned the thunderstorm. So we're going to move into the next yeah. day. The thunderstorm may have been an omen for <laughs> what, was, yeah. what was coming. Because the next day... And, let me just tell you, I've been through this a couple of years ago. I was hospitalized. I had to have surgery. This was not pretty. Oh. Yes. So I yeah. sympathize with your husband. And it happened to me two mm -hmm. days after getting home from Walt Disney World. So this, when I when I read this and I heard about this, this oh, no. could have been me. And it was in May yeah. because it was it happened on Mother's Day. So yeah. because we had just gotten back from Mallory's cheerleading competition, I started feeling ill yeah. down there, but I made it home. I had no idea. So anyway, tell us. This was your studio's day, but not really your studio's day. So the drama, yep. what, what happens? On yep. this day? <laughs> so um, we were excited to go to Hollywood Studios. And um, but um, in the middle of the night, my husband um, was having a lot of trouble. And he woke me up and told me that he had a kidney stone and he's gotten them a number of times. So he knows clearly that that's what it is. And the sad thing with him is when he gets them, there's nothing he can do except try to get pain management at the hospital. Cause it's so bad. He, he just can't bear it at all. It's, it's really, you know, I mean, it's a hideous pain. I've never had one, so I don't know what it's like, but it looked worth worse than birth labor to me yeah, when I, mean, I see him in that pain. I've only had the one and and I just remember when we had to go, cause I finally, cause I do not like doctors or anything. Like, I mean, if I say, take me to the hospital, I remember I told my wife, I, we were driving down to the emergency room and 
somebody was crossing the street. I said, I don't care if you run that person over, like they're old. You know, I was like, that's how yeah. much pain I was in. I was like, they've lived a long life. Like just run the red light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, exactly. I'm just, that's how much pain I'm in at this point. Just get me there. I don't care. They're going to have to you know, do something, but I run them over. That's how much so I, I sympathize. <laughs> I believe <on>. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awful. When I've tried to comfort him too, I'll be like, honey, I can help. No, don't touch me. I mean, he's exactly. just, he's in agony when it's like yeah, that. It's not good. Yep. The nice thing is, I think it's one of the best places you could be if you have that problem, because when I did um, get on the phone and I talked to the folks at the resort, um, they connected me with, um, an they got an ambulance um, coming out to the hotel and um, they the hotel manager, the resort manager came right to our room. He was there within minutes um, of my phone call and he gave us some guidance on how to handle things with the EMTs when they come. And, um, it was, it was really nice. He said, you know, we talked about it and he said, well, if you know, you want to get to the hospital, if you know, that's what you need, then be clear with them. Say you don't need an assessment here. You just need to go. And it was just really helpful. He just really wanted it to be efficient and simple for us. And, um, so when the EMTs came, they did a wonderful job. They took good care of him. They gave him something for pain immediately. And they, um, also made sure that he got into a room right away when there was a little bit of a wait, they were told at the hospital, they said, Nope, we're going to give him, we're going to get him to a room. He needs it now. So we just got really, really nice service in celebration. That's where I they took us. Um, and, um, also the resort manager, I think his name was George at pop century. He was fantastic. He said, before he left um, that morning when he was talking to us, he said um, to let him know that when we come back, when we take a taxi back, they'd refund the cost of the taxi. And he also said the ambulance ride would be free. It was really, really um, just top notch, really caring service. From That is so them. good to hear. That is so good to yeah, hear because I mean, you really never nice. think of that happening. And, you know, fortunately, that usually does not happen for most people. But mm -hmm. it's good to know that if it were to happen, that there is a procedure and that it's efficient and that it's like, it's rehearsed, you know, it's like, you know, it's like amateur hour. People are trying to figure things out. Like it's a well-oiled machine. And it's, yeah. again, it's just like the Disney experience is guest first. Like let's take care mm -hmm. of the guest as though they're family. And that's what it sounded like happened for you. That's definitely what it felt like. And when we brought the receipt later for the taxi, I felt even kind of bad. I didn't want to ask, but they, he said, bring it to the desk. Let's just do it. And they handled it really easy, simply, quickly. Um, they were really kind. So it was great. It's a good way. Classic to Disney. Yeah, that's why totally, you go. It's a good way to turn around it. <laughs> horrible situation but at least you know talk about sprinkling a little pixie dust i mean i don't know it's not worth it trust yeah. me I mean, it doesn't we're not balancing the scales here for your husband at all i'm not saying that so don't tell but we're trying here disney is okay so the, the boys though it looks like they were able to go to the park right and, and make the most of the day even though you guys were over in celebration that's right. Yeah, they went to the park. And um, oh, I should say as one last thing with the customer service, one thing they were clear about too, is they said, if you need any help at all with your plans for the day, you know, if you aren't able to do what you had planned or whatever, let us know. So we could cancel it. We had a dining reservation that was within the 24 hours that they canceled for no fee. And um, they were just really gracious about just wanting to help us to make it work, whatever we were going to do that day. So that was really nice. Um, but um, my kids went to Hollywood Studios because we knew their dad would be fine. It just would take a little time. Mm -hmm. So they weren't worried or anything. They know how this goes. And so they had a blast. They went there, um, the three of them, and had a great time. And that was one thing they said about the trip in general that they loved, that um, they just had some time just them on their own more, this trip. Because they're getting older and, right. you know, it's nice to have some time that's just the guys. So they, they enjoyed it. Right. I, I, it is one of those things. It's almost, and again, I'm not saying this for your, for your husband, not to take it the wrong way, but it's cool when like the brothers can have, you know, the, the, the kids can have that time together is just siblings. I mean, not that, not that it's not fun hanging out with the parents because it is as a whole family, but you know, they're making the most of it. And that really probably was like super bonding time. I bet you they'll look back on yeah. this day and be like, 
that was, you know, unexpected, but super, super cool. That, 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 Definitely. You know, really neat. You yeah. Know, unexpected blessing kind of thing that you're not looking for. Definitely. And Primo Piatto for dinner. That's one of my favorite places, by the way. Oh, so good. I think you're why we went there because I had heard you talk about it a number of times and I said, we've got to go to it. And it's one of those things, if you're not staying at the Riv, you know, as you call it, you know, you can think, well, is it worth it? Should we do it? But I said, the best time to do it is when you're at Hollywood Studios because Mike says you get on the Skyliner yeah. and you go right there. It's easy. You're there quickly. And so that's what we did. And it worked really well. And we really enjoyed it. The food was fantastic. And obviously the setting's so pretty. And we went around and saw the mosaic, the little little mm -hmm. tiles. And it was just really, really a, a great time. Great outing. And the food was fantastic. So. It's, your, it's your best counter service when you're at the studios. <laughs> you, just, you walk right out of the park, you know, yes. the or whoop, you're right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's hard to know where to go. And it was great. And another thing we did that I don't think, um, I forget which day it was, but when we were at the studios, we did the breakfast, um, the Ronto wrap. Oh, and so that was good. really good. Yeah, we me. loved that. Oh, so good. I've had... I've had trips where I've had three or four of those in one trip because it's just like back at the studios and it's like, okay, that's the quickest thing. It's like a breakfast burrito, but it's way better. And I'll get two of them, you know, because it's like sometimes and it's, here for race weekends, I've already run. So <laughs> let's go. And it's so unique. You can't get that anywhere else. So I really, really thought it was a, it was a great thing yeah. to do. They don't sell the Ronto wrap sauce at my grocery store. I, I keep looking for it, but I, I can't find it. So I, I wish. Someday. All right, so the next day you guys, now has your husband rejoined like, did he make, just go back to the room or like, how, how does he get back into the picture of this? Like, is, I know it takes a little bit to recover here. Like, is he, what's his yeah. status on all this? Well, he had several different kinds of painkillers because he knew kind of what would work from the past and all that, but they always tried different things. And um, so then he was ready to go actually to the parks by about three o'clock. Um, he was there. So in the middle oh, of the night, he was man. having trouble, but then he was better in time to go back to the room and, you know, kind of change and then get into the park. So he was excited and he got to get, we got, um, those Jack Jack cookie num nums. We got those right away. Cause we <laughs> like those cookies. And, um, we surprised the boys, um, by just showing up like at the exit to toy story when they were done. And, um, it was fun. And then they were kind of done. It was funny because they had been running around and, you know, it's kind of hot at that time of year. So, um, two of them, went back to the hotel for a rest but we kept our our oldest guy stayed with us and we got to enjoy the parks so until um dinner time and then we all met up again so your husband is the man to be in the theme park that same day i was just, I was, yeah. I was just saying that, that's incredible there's days where i'm just wimping out and i don't have anything wrong with me all right so, so the next day you guys go over to animal kingdom and it says that uh first time some of you've been in pandora so we were just talking about this on the show uh last week about Pandora's five years. Well, you mentioned you have been there for five years, but Pandora's now five years old. I still think of it as like a new land, but it's really not that new. What were your thoughts? Yeah. Um, we all really loved it. Um, I had been fortunate enough to go um, November of 2017. So it must have been pretty new because we had gone in May of 2017. And it was after that that it opened, I believe. So um, I had seen it a little bit and enjoyed it and told them about the rides. But it was really, really fun for everybody to get to be there so um we liked it but we didn't get to see it at night actually because it doesn't get dark that early which is the only thing i regretted about um just pandora this time because i think it's really special to see it all lit up mm -hmm. but um they really loved it and they loved um flight of passage and it was really nice that we got to do it um the boys got to do it twice we all did it once um right away at rope drop and um one thing about that day they opened so early that we were gosh it was five something in the morning, I think, when we got up and we had to get to the park very, very early to get in line. So they were troopers. They're really great kids, great family to put up with my uh, 
um, my energy in the morning. I can always rope drop, but sometimes people don't necessarily enjoy that. And so it was a great day. Um, we had a nice breakfast. And one thing that was cool is we found a shady spot. I asked a cast member. That's always such a good idea, I think, just to ask someone else because it can feel kind of hot in that park. And it was a really, it was a really lovely day. So that's a good day. Yeah. You, you want shade in Animal Kingdom because Animal Kingdom, if you're out in the sun, that park is hot, especially in May. Yeah. So it's good. Exactly. All yeah. right, so now the next day, it looks like you went back to the studios and you mentioned, so, well, before we get to that, that you had something at the, uh, the Skyliner station at Caribbean beach. You said it was life changing. Okay. So I'm not <laughs> a coffee person. So my life has not been changed by a Joffrey's coffee stand, but what, what yeah. was so good. So people can check this out and maybe get a taste. Maybe they need to find out about this drink. It's kind of funny. So I have, um, two sons, um, the twins, um, they, um, are both baristas. One like is a barista at church and the other one is a barista at a local coffee shop. And, um, they just love coffee and they can drink a lot of coffee. And they had heard about this toffee flight latte at the Skyliner station at Caribbean beach resort. And it's just really outstanding. It's, um, it's just great. And so it's just like a toffee chocolate kind of latte. It's very delicious. So they made it a priority to stop there. A lot of times when we were anywhere near or just as an excuse, even just from Hollywood studios, go out there and come back. I did that one day just for the latte. So, um, but it was really good. It was the best I've ever had of that kind of drink. And so it was very delicious. Well, they're experts. I mean, that's exactly, you know, that's, that's yeah. what they do. And that's, that's very cool. Cause I love bringing up stuff like that because we never, you know, we've done, you know, almost 2,200 shows, you know, we're approaching that. And it's one of those things like, you know, you, you talk about Rock and Roller Coaster, you talk about Pandora, you talk about Slinky Dog Dash, you know, you talk about all those things many times over. But somebody may like hear this and say, oh, that sounds so good. But you you could walk right past that, that Joffrey's cart there five times during mm -hmm. a trip if you're staying on the Skyliner. And not even know it's there. So hopefully somebody heard this today and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going next month and I'm going to be staying at Art of Animation and I'm going to be going past that cart 10 times, you know, and they can check it yeah. out. Maybe it's their new drink. That's why I love these Monday shows because I had no idea. I'm not a coffee drinker. I, you know, I didn't know. Well, you should try it. And um, I will say too, the one nice thing about that Joffrey's also is that it doesn't tend to have a line from what I've seen. Every time we went, there was a very tiny line or maybe nothing. And um, a lot of times they get backed up in the park. So it's really a treat to have a short line and get something that you really love. So and my problem it's, is it's, when I, when I go to a Joffrey's location, I get those pink donuts and those things. <laughs> I don't want to know how many calories those are. Cause they are big and they're dense. Many. <laughs> yeah. Those are good. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. So I tried to just, I tried not to look when I see the purple oval, I just like, Oh, it doesn't exist. I'm not looking over there. Okay. Yep. So, so uh, <laughs> one of the things you bring up, like a lot of the, the things Disney really does well that we don't talk a whole lot about. And another thing, when you guys were on rock, and roller coaster earlier in the day that the fact that you put this in the notes makes me happy because this is the kind of stuff that yeah. this is the kind of stuff that when i went to disneyland it's the small details that i yes. still talk about and that i love that are in all my pictures like it's not the big stuff it's all these little weird details and you you mentioned in the notes how when you were in the queue for rock and roller coaster one of those signs you know concert signs you know would say karen coming to paisley park records you know with prince you know tomorrow because, you know, the Magic Man has your name and, you know, maybe your location, whatever. You got a kick out of that. Now you got the same for me. I love that kind of stuff. It was really fun. And the funny thing is, like, it does catch you so off guard, even though you know that that's something they're great at, the details. And I've seen, like, my son's name in... Um, for example, in Star Tours, they have those um, images up on the wall and they 
reference um, individuals and his name has been up there and it'll say like Benjamin from Burnsville. And so it had, yeah, my name and my city and the number in my birth date, my, the day was there as the price. So I, I wonder uh, if they even had that. Nice. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it just seemed very interesting that that was even there. It was like $7 for the tickets. So it was just funny. And at first I didn't even think, I thought it was a coincidence. And then I realized, well, of course it's not a coincidence. It's just them <laughs> being Disney. So it was really cute. Yeah. When you, we, we so. start noticing like our social security numbers on there, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that would be too much. <laughs> I don't exactly. need that. But yeah. That was fun. It was cute. That was fun. Now let's, okay, let's <laughs> back down. So yeah. th- that evening though, it looks like you guys went over to uh, kind of did a little Sasagula River uh, excursion there. You went over to Disney Springs, uh, went down yeah. to French. Oh, my. You guys have beignets of French Quarter. You guys are killing it because I love the beignets over there with the dipping sauces. And yeehaw, Bob, this is an all-star day. I mean, I, I got to give you the ding here because I have to give you, <laughs> this, this, this day rocks. You should have called me. This day was awesome. So, I mean, everybody enjoy this day. I hope so because, I mean, it doesn't get much better. It was a great day. We um and we had Earl of Sandwich first. Yes. And so it was just a it was a great day. But um one thing that was a little bit of a bummer was we were really looking forward to the boat ride and it was raining. Oh. So um because we did have a lot of rain this trip, just for whatever reason, we must have just hit just the right, just the wrong week in May. Um or wrong, wrong time frame. We were there for 10 glorious days. So it was more than a week. But we did have a lot of rain. Um, but it was fantastic. And we had never been to um the place that has the beignets at French Quarter. And so that was really a treat. I've had the beignets at Disneyland and those were so good, loved those. Um, but these are enormous. And so um, that was fantastic and the dipping sauces and all of that. And then we ran over to see Habab um, at um, Riverside. And that's where we used to stay when the boys were smaller because it's perfect for a family of five. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I like to tell friends if they are looking for places because it really does fit well when you can put one of the kids in that like fold down little bed. Yeah, they probably don't fit such... anymore. It's yeah. It's not they won't much. do it. I, I <laughs> tried to talk them into it because I l- really love the resort and I love the theming. And it's just like you said. You've said like it's like a postcard when you it walk is. around outside. It's, it's so pretty. So. Oh. But, so um, how how was Bob's hair? Did it look great? I hope so. It looked yeah, okay. it looked great. Good, good, good to hear. <laughs> and um, we've seen him several times, and it's just really a treat to see him. So. Good stuff. He's a good friend. I, I love Bob. He's a good man. Okay, so um, next day, it looks like you guys took a break over Pop Century. You guys uh, did the uh, the tie-dyed Mickey shirts, which I've seen people do that. And I think, I want to say Paige did a project like this one time. We stayed like one night at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and they were doing a project. One time, she we were over at Beach Club. We weren't even staying there, but like we were having a podcast meetup, and in the solarium or whatever, they were doing like a little porcelain paint paint projects so did you i mean i like that disney does this stuff because that's kind of fun to take a break and make something and you know you just need something besides theme parks all the time did you guys enjoy that we did really enjoy it it's a great system it's nice that they do all the hard work you just do the color yourself i mean everything's set up to make it into a little mickey head on the tie-dye and um it was really fun it was a great treat and i'd heard about it for years so it was nice to finally do it um, but it looks like it's available at a lot of the hotels because we walked by it when we went to Beaches and Cream later in the trip. They were doing it outside there. So, yeah, it's something I think is is really a great idea. And they do. I think they might do pillowcases, too, possibly. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was it was great. It was a nice activity. And um, we did we did, um, which is really a new thing for us this trip, because it was warmer. We would usually take breaks in the afternoon. So it was really nice to have something fun we could do one of the afternoons when we were back in the hotel. It's a good call. Okay, so now when you're at Magic Kingdom this day, because we're going to try to get all this in here. We're running a little short, but I got to get all these stories in. So it looks like <laughs> I'm just looking through the notes and it says you had the best skipper ever on Jungle Cruise. 
but he had a different uniform on and clearly not a typical skipper. So I'm wondering, like, were you hijacked yeah. or what, what was the story with this? I mean, this kind of sounds sketch, but it sounds awesome. I'd like to be on the boat. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know what it was. And the funny thing was one of our sons, actually, he was tired. So he was back at the room. So he missed it all. One of the twins, which was really sad because we told him about it later and he was very regretful. But um, he was phenomenal. And I don't know what it was when he pulled up to the dock when they drop off people, you know, when they come around mm -hmm. in the circle. He only had three like there were three ladies in the boat that he had just brought back. So I don't know if he was doing like a small tour for like a few people. And he was somebody who just said, oh, I'll do another, you know, maybe somebody special who's like been VIP there before as a pro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but he was fantastic. And at the end, everybody erupted with applause and um, everybody was laughing in general. And he just had the great, you know, dad jokes the whole time, just rolling, no pauses, just very natural. And he even poked a little fun at Disney. He made a joke about, I forget how he weaved it in there, but he said something about how, yeah, these things, some things just used to be free. But now they're charging for them. And it's like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> so he said, kind of poking at them, probably about fast pass or something. But it was just, or whatever it was. But um, he was phenomenal, just fantastic. Best yeah, time. I love that guy stuff. That's that is that is why I love Jungle Cruise because you don't know what you're gonna get. Like sometimes you get yeah. you. I mean, and the thing is, like, there's no really formula for a great skipper, right? I've had like super dry people. Mm -hmm. They don't say a ton. But because they don't say a ton, they're hilarious, you know, because it's yes. like they're so just deadpan the whole time. And I think that's a riot. And then somebody would be like, just nuts. And I'm like, that was crazy, too. That's, you know, I like yeah. that they can bring a yeah. little personality because you can't do that on most uh, most attractions of Walt Disney World. OK, real quick, um, to wrap up that night, Three Bridges. We don't talk about that much here over Coronado. What would you guys mm -hmm. think about that? We like Three Bridges. We had gone um, gone there once before when um, my twins and I had a trip last October um, and we had gone that day. And the thing with Three Bridges that I would just suggest if people don't know is there's a wait list, a walk-up wait list, and you can't be on it until you're near Three Bridges because they don't do reservations. So that's something that if you really want to do it, what we did was we got there shortly before they opened for the day because they're open for dinner, um, not lunch. And um, we got on the wait list and then enjoyed a meal. So it was very good. And um, it's just such a pretty setting right there in the middle of the water at Caribbean Beach Resort. And we love Grandestino Tower and how pretty that is. So we got to do some things outside, like they have the gigantic chess set. And um, it was just a nice little outing. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful place. I mean, I remember when, because I stayed at Coronado a lot during the construction of Three Bridges. And I said, when that place is done, that's going to be just so gorgeous to eat out there on the, yeah. on the lake there. And yeah. it truly is. It's, it's great. I still haven't eaten there, though. I don't know why. Like, I always go to, well, because I go to my grill. That's like my, that's my place. But, and, uh, you know, I always go to this. I, I'm just, a, I'm, I do the same things over and over. I got to break habits. Just that's what we do. <laughs> same thing. It's like a little yeah. my grill. Like, okay, we'll go to Three Bridges and right, right into my grill. Sorry, not going there. Even though I yep. want to. Uh, okay, so next day, so we got a couple more days left. Epcot the next day. It looks like you ran into some more bad weather. You guys didn't get to see Harmonious the entire trip, or were you trying to, and it just never happened because of the weather? Yeah, we were trying to. It didn't happen. And I actually had heard it was interesting that it was on one night, the first night that was really, really stormy. Um, they, um, I read online that somebody said it was on. It was just delayed. So I didn't know that they did that, that Disney would present them later um, for whatever reason they did. But actually, I think, thinking back, it was also the day that there was um, some kind of preview of the new Guardians ride. 
And I think that was also one thing that was included in the tickets was seeing harmonious and special seating. So perhaps that day they really felt like they needed to make it happen. I don't know if they're always able to do that when there's rain. I'm sure sometimes they probably can't. But um, in that case, they were on later, but we didn't know. And um, so the negative there was that the Skyliner wasn't possible to take back. Right. So every night at Epcot, we needed to do something different to get back. Um, but they're pretty efficient. Um, there was a bus. It was the longest bus line I've ever seen mm -hmm. in my life because, of course, they're not expecting to have to have buses for these resorts. And um, everybody needed to get out because it was just pretty yucky out. But they moved as fast as they could and it was fine. Um, but we never saw Harmonious, so we'll have to see it next time. Yeah, plus, so. I, think it, it, I do. I feel your pain, though, because a lot of times... Because, you know, if you're staying at Pop Century on the Skyliner and you're at Epcot and you're trying to decide if it's going to if the Skyliner is going to be down because of weather, you are really in a pickle because you got to decide, OK, well, if I'm going to take the Skyliner, I'm going out of the International Gateway. But if the Skyliner is going to be closed, I gotta go out of the front of Epcot. And I mean, that's like a mile difference in walking, at least yes. probably, by the, you know, but from the Pop Century bus stop to the International Gateway loading station for the Skyliner. And you got to decide, like, not only your time, right, that you're going to have a long wait for a bus if you're not riding the Skyliner. But it's just it's yeah. logistically you got to kind of decide, like, hey, what's the plan? That, that exactly. is that's something to think about when you see a storm rolling in. You're at Epcot and you're at Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, Riv, something like that. Um, yeah. So, because we only have a couple minutes left, but I want to hit some of these other things, though. Rise. You guys got over to studios the next day. Rise was closed, but you kind of wrote it out. Was it was it worth the wait, or was it, did everybody like it? Yeah, it was worth the wait. We all loved it. And they had actually done that before, because we did one quick getaway to Disney um, December of 2020, um, when things weren't open where we live. And um, they got to ride it then, so they loved it then. And um, it was really nice to hit it this trip. And the nice thing was, um, just with patience, we did get on it. They just said it wasn't opening yet. And I've heard that happens a lot with that ride. So we just waited and it was possible. It was maybe 20 minutes. I don't know what it was, but it made sense to wait rather than come back. And we were really happy to ride it. Cool. It was good. And you guys also did Ogus. So was that was that another hit or was that something yeah. that it was, was it? Some of these times, sometimes I worry some of these things can be kind of more hassle or you, you build it up to be more of an experience than it really is. But how'd that go for you? We really liked it. I think that if you're somebody who doesn't want to stand, you know, and drink, like for some people, if it if they would rather just sit down, if that's the way that they'd like to relax, it might not be as much fun. But for us, it was really, really nice. And um, just to be cooled off on a hot day, mm -hmm. it was really worth it. So we knew that it was going to be a good reservation for us to get just to cool off. So it met our needs for that. And the music was so fun. And we were right by the robot that does the music. So that was cute. Yeah. DJ Rex always spinning yeah. it up there. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's exactly. The guy. Love yes. that guy. All right. And you wrapped up the day with the, per your family sounds like it's the perfect, uh, you know, dynamic for this experience. And it's the best recovery for a kidney stone. I think the kitchen sink over at beaches and cream. Yes. That's right. <laughs> How, but I do have a tip and I, you got to back me up. Because we've done this a couple times with different groups we've traveled with, you got it. You got to get after it fast. Like this thing after like ten minutes is a mess. Yes. Like it's it, you can't yep. you can't mess around. Like you, when that thing comes rolling out, they turn out the lights, the sirens go on. When yeah. they put that thing down and start making a big deal, you got to have the spoon in your hand. You got to start digging in because when that's <laughs> when it turns to soup, it's not all you know. You don't need every flavor all mixed into the soup. You want to get it while it's ice cream. That's my best tip. I don't know how did you guys how did you guys attack the kitchen sink. 
That's really good advice. And I'd heard that myself from my sister. She had done that because we gave them a kitchen sink, like a gift card, because I thought it would be hilarious for her family to try it before we had done it. And um, yes, so we eat it fast, which is good. And we also love the chocolate lovers version. Oh. Um, because I don't know if you've had that. Have you had that, I'm Mike? Not, or you no, had we just other? got the kitchen sink. I mean, there's the, you know, we didn't know that there were more sinks. We just give this kitchen sink. So that's all we got. The cool. The cool thing about it is it sounds like the the flavors blend a little bit better. I mean, obviously it's a simpler mix of flavors, but um, cause she had, my sister who had had it said, well, you have like a lemon poppy seed, like muffin. And then you have this other, just like some different competing things mm -hmm. going on. Yep. And when I heard there was chocolate, we all love chocolate. So that was good. But the funny thing was we had had it once before and we had finished it like without a ton of trouble. And this time we couldn't. So I don't know what's wrong with us. Cause you'd think that we'd be better at it as the kids get older. But they loved it, and they loved the whole presentation with the lights and the, you know, all that. It's really fun. It is. It, 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 so. It's it's as much the experience as it is the the dessert. You know, like the yes. ice cream. It's it's just the the goofing. You know, you got to get your picture yeah. real quick. And but to see, it's melting while you're doing all the selfies. By the time you're done selfies, I know it's so, you have to be quick with that because be it's so going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess around. It's, it's not going to be the perfect yeah. picture. I'm just telling you, be be ready. <laughs> all right. So uh, you did Magic Kingdom one last time the the day before you left. Uh, looks like you. Gaston's Tavern cinnamon rolls to kick off the day approved here. That is my go-to. We love those extra icing, mm -hmm. expert level move right there. You always ask for that. Met Jack yeah. Sparrow had lunch over at Whispering Canyon. How was that? Because that's always a lot of fun for me. Whispering Canyon was great, and it was nice because they were all into the old antics. That was really really fun. So the ketchup and the the straws and just all that stuff. It was pretty chaotic, pretty funny. And um, so our family really, really liked it. It was great. So, you, you and they to, did this silly thing. They like a jail around me. It says you went to jail here. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? No, I hadn't seen not, that before. No, I have not. They have like a portable, it was like bars and a, and it, they'd set it down in front of the person like and hand the check to them. And so that was kind of funny. And then my son who drinks a shocking amount of water, like on Disney Cruise Line, when he was, um, whenever he was at um, dinner, the, the staff, they were so amazing. You know, they take such good care of you. They'd put down two glasses of water, two glasses of ice water, and they'd keep filling them like constantly because he drinks so much water. And in this case, he went through probably five glasses of water. And then they brought over a gigantic thing that was, it was huge. It wasn't even a glass. It wasn't a cup. It was nothing for drinking and with a straw. No, for, so, for my son Sam at dinner, it's so, pretty funny. I, I feel Sam because we went there and we had a huge uh, podcast meetup before the very first podcast cruise. It was the night before we went on our first podcast cruise. This was like 2011, maybe 2009, 2011, maybe. I can't remember when it was first podcast cruise. We did a big meet there, probably about 50 or 60 listeners, all had dinner there. And I drink a ton of soda and I got that same glass. That thing was like a bucket because I just kept getting, because yeah, I was so thirsty. Yeah. I've been in the Magic Kingdom all day. I was like, and it was hot. It was July. And so <laughs> I, they finally brought it over. I mean, the thing was like, I mean, it was like a bucket. Like I, there was no way I could have finished that soda. It must've been two liters of soda in the, in the glass. I mean, it, so I get it. Yeah. You know, I was like, but then I just kept drinking at it. And the whole rest of the night, I was like, oh, my stomach. Cause I was trying to finish that big bucket of soda. So, was it Coke Zero or no, Diet back Coke? Then or it was back then. It was my. It was before I started even running. This was Coke. I probably. Oh, probably, that would be a yeah, lot. Yeah, was, yeah <laughs> I know, seriously, I gotta change my ways. I'm Coke Zero now. Okay, so you wrapped up though with some pictures for the 50th. Did some of the filters, the fun stuff. Did you guys? Do you guys use Memory Maker? You just use your own pictures and kind of. What, what do you do with the images when you get home? I'm always curious about that too. We always use Memory Maker. We love that. So um, we. Um, did that this trip and we loved that they did like the magic shots and special shots too. That was fun. 
Um, so yeah, we did that. And then at home, I like to try to scrapbook, but, but I at least always buy one of the Disney photo albums that they have. Um, there's usually a different one every trip and then at least put 200 in there. So we have something to look back on while I think about doing the scrapbook. So, but yeah, <laughs> I, re- I remember cause Pam used to always get the scrapbook, like, like, uh, pages and all the stickers and the frames, and yep. all. but then scrapbooks never got made. <laughs> like, it takes the day, yeah. time. And especially with people working, yeah, like teaching. Oh, no. I mean, oh yeah. No, I, I get it. She works super hard. Like, yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Now it's like Google photos. And that's good enough. <laughs> like, you know, it's like they send you that yeah. link every once in a while, like seven years ago today, you were doing this. Like, okay, good enough. Yeah. That's my scrapbook. That's what I was doing. Cool. Okay, so so the last day it looks like you guys went to Disney Springs before you headed home. Any highlights from that last day besides little uh, uh, Blaze Pizza and Gideon's cookies? I mean, uh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, Gideon's. We love Gideon's, and so that was really fun. So, have you gone to Gideon's yet? Mike? I still haven't. I've been because yeah. I will not wait in line for a cookie. I well, I should, yeah. I guess, or cake. Well, the... I, I need to the virtual queue and all that. I know I need to exactly. Yeah, if you do the virtual queue, you just go like right away when you arrive at. You know, Disney Springs, it's not too hard, but they're really good, but they're so gigantic that we cut them into fourths Mm -hmm. and we have like about a fourth of a cookie at a time. Um, But they were really good. And we had, um, there was a peanut butter, like kind of coffee drink. I forget what it was called, but like a cold brew or something. I think Pam might've talked about that. Somebody just, somebody recently just brought that up. How it was awesome. I can't remember who it was, but somebody talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. My sister-in-law ordered that and I got some of that because my brother lives in Orlando. Lucky guy. I'm wish I did. <laughs> um, but um, so she got that and we got to just enjoy cookies together and it was really fun. And then we always love blaze pizza. So we did that too. And um, it was a great um, end to the trip. So it cool. was very fun. Well, it's been a ton of fun. So yeah. as we wrap up, any, any tips for folks that are going down in your situation and have kind of older kids that mm-hmm. are, that are going, you know, cause they've been going since they were younger, but now that they're older, have you learned anything that's kind of changed how you travel that is, you know, it's like, oh, if I could share this with folks that are in kind of have the same fi- family dynamic that I have, this might make their trip better. Because a lot of times, you know, families go for the first time when they have families like yours. Yeah, I think um, we kind of talked about it before the um, in that um, they have the separate space because we had the two rooms. And I think that was really nice for them just to have a little more room so we didn't feel as crowded. And we love being together. I mean, family trips are my one of my very favorite things in life. And so normally nobody complains or anything, but it's nice to have a little more room. So you just have space and two bathrooms in the morning that made things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do breaks, like when they, when somebody was tired, we just said, you know, you can go back to the room. We'll just meet up later. And we just gave everybody lots of flexibility. I mean, just to do what made sense for them. And then we still obviously had all of our dining together and lots of rides together. So we were together mostly, but they, I think felt a lot more independent. Um, but one thing that, um, was interesting was I didn't plan touring plans, you know, the touring plans, mm-hmm. like where, cause I like, like that, like the unofficial guides yep. and you have the, the plans and the system on the phone. And I've always done that on trips and we're flexible, but there's always a plan each day. This time I didn't do that. Cause I thought they wouldn't want to do that because of, um, just them being older and wanting to have more, um, say in things, um, And for, we had gone with the twins, I had gone for their birthday um, last fall. And then we were more like, let's just do whatever you want. We just left it wide open. So I thought that was a good approach, but actually they did share. There was some sharing that they would have preferred to have more of a plan. Um, So that was interesting. So I think my thing is always, I actually do a little survey. Like I, I I list all of the attractions and they rate which, what they are like one to five, like how important they are to them. And they incorporate that into the plan. So that's normally what I would do. 
So I think I'd do that again and just hold on to it really loosely so that they know like it's not a big deal if we change, but at least we have something that's more of a set plan so that you're not worrying about like from day to day, you know, what you still need to do and you know, all that. So you're like a, like a mini Lentesta there. You're surveying, you're, you're getting the data, <laughs> you're, you're massaging the numbers, you're waiting like, okay, this attraction is an e-ticket. It's going to get a 0.8 on yeah. the scale and you know, carousel progress 0.45. No, I like, you well, know, there is a right way and a wrong way. I mean, there <laughs> is, there, you there know, is, there it's is. Like, I agree. You know what? I mean, just the conversation yeah. is really what matters, you know, just asking yeah. the questions, you know, just having the conversations yeah. like what is important. That's the biggest question. Like what's important to you? I mean, if you don't ask that, you yeah. can't, you can't know what somebody wants to do because if you assume that you, especially with teenagers, I mean, I've learned this being a parent mm -hmm. of two, right. It, you know, like your assumptions are way off all the time. I mean, you think, you know, but it's like, what? Because, you know, like Mallory will want to do something like, do you want to do that? Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Like, that's your favorite thing. And, you know, I'm like, I'm glad it is. Cause I, I love the carousel of progress too, but I can't believe mm -hmm. you love the carousel of progress. I, I must've raised you right. You know, it's got that kind of stuff. Exactly. One of their favorite attractions now, um, my boys, is Haunted Mansion. And it was funny because initially they didn't want to ride it. And a nice cast member actually talked them into it. A cast member who was in the college program who was at the little pin store in Frontierland. And she just kind of convinced him one day. She was hanging out. They were in the store just looking for Chippendale pins. And she was one of the best cast members ever. She was trying so hard to get them Chippendale pins because they like them because they're twins. And um, because my twins look, they just remind them of them. And um, she was so sweet. And she gave them a bunch of free pins, like trying to just help them find Chippendales. But she talked him into trying Haunted Mansion. And that's one of their very favorites. So that's something that they love doing all the time. So we prioritize that this trip, for example. So... It was, um, it's fun to just see it through their eyes. So whatever they want, I want to do. If there's something nobody wants to do, I'll do it alone. Like Splash Mountain and Everest, my family doesn't really want to do. So I'll do it by myself sometimes. My oldest son will do Everest, but the rest aren't into that. So and that, hey, um, that's what keeps everybody happy though. Cause you don't make yeah. anybody do it, but if you want to do it and everybody else can go over and have, you know, have, get a burrito over at Pecos Bills. I'm going to ride Splash Mountain. We'll meet you in 30 minutes. You know, it's exactly. Keeps yeah. Everybody happy. You know, dude, yep, you that's, complain. that's the trick with that age, especially like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Karen, I appreciate you coming on the show. This has been so much fun and everybody's going to, you know, have a good time listening to this show and learn a lot. So uh, we'll have to talk again. We're going to do a, a show about the twins. Uh, they're going to come on and talk about their trip. So that is coming up soon. But uh, thanks again. And you guys have a good rest of the summer up in Minnesota. And uh, I know before too long, it's going to be cold. So hang on as long as you can to that warm weather. Thank you so much. You have a great rest of summer too. All so right. thanks for all you do. I appreciate you. All right. Don't forget uh, today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at the magic Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click really helps us out. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all this possible. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every Tuesday. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest podcast. Give me a follow on social media. I'd love to talk to you this week. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the show on Facebook and YouTube. You can search for the Be Our Guest podcast. And of course, this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, we'll be taking your calls and talking Disney live right there on YouTube and Facebook. So join us again Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. All right, we're going to get out of here and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your Lister questions. So until then, for Karin, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy. 
and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.